2: Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, let me ask you, do you, do you know anybody that is about to hit that, that full retirement age? You know, the age where the government says, okay, it, you know, it's time. You can have your, your social security benefits now without penalty. You know, go ahead, retire. You earned it. What is it, 65, 66? Um, really depends on your birth year and, and month, right? Anyhow, what, you know, do you know anyone that's reached that, that finish line? What is their mood? Are they ready? And now, mentally, mentally, I'm, I'm sure they are. They've been working for a very, very long time. But what about financially? Well, I'll tell you who is ready. My father-in-law. He, he sure is. I mean, definitely mentally ready. He has been for years now. Look, he came through town this past week and uh, stayed overnight with us. And, you know, after dinner, we, we talked at, at, at length about this very topic because he is at the finish line, about a month away, I think it is. <clears throat> he's, you know, he's reached that age, but he, he, he does have some concerns and, and, and we talked through those. And, and in fact, it turns out he came prepared. After dinner, he busted out a, a big stack of papers. And I was a little shocked. And, and we looked through some of, the, you know, some of the benefits that a few of his past employers uh, were offering. And uh, among other things, we looked at some annuity options and I'll tell you, when I hear the word annuity, I get suspicious. I become very, very cautious, and I'll, I'll share a little bit of my thoughts and 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 what I told him a little later when we get uh, more in depth in, into annuities. But but again, let me let me ask you. No matter where you are on the age continuum, are you in your twenties, your thirties, forties, fifties, sixties? Do you, do you think you will have enough money for retirement? You know, do you have enough in place now, or are you counting on building up? to that sweet spot in the coming years or decades. Now, what if I tell you you're you're wrong? Look, there's a very good chance that you are wrong. In fact, there was an article published earlier this week by Money Magazine. We're going to start with that. And then I want to get into a couple of items from consumer advocate Clark Howard's website that, that talk about retirement and among other things, fixing up houses. I love Clark. He he's got some great thoughts. He he does a, a lot of great work for consumers. But I, but I'm going to have to pick on him just a little bit and, and his staff today. So let's let's take a look first at this article. Art you know Amer- its title Americans think they'll have enough money for retirement. Most of them are wrong. Again, this was on Money Magazine uh, article authored by Elizabeth O'Brien. This was September 24th. So again, just a few days ago. And you know in this article it, it, it's it's based on a survey by TD Ameritrade. Okay, so consider the, you know, the backer there. But they say that most Americans admit that they're behind on retirement savings. And we hear it in the news all the time. Heck, a lot of us can't even bridge a small emergency, let alone think about retirement. But most Americans, they'll readily admit that they're behind, but they believe that they're going to make up that shortfall down the line. Now, I got to ask you, if it's not been working so far, why do you think that's going to change? Now, we can change that. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. It seems that six in 10 Americans of all ages right across the spectrum say that they need to catch up on retirement savings. And almost 70% are optimistic that that is completely possible as a goal. Now, as a nation, I think we're generally fairly optimist folk. Um, and, I, and I see that here, but I would caution you, I would say be very, very careful, because if you look at other studies done by other, you know, a number of uh, um, outfits, you'll see that Typically, we're very, very behind on our savings. We have very little in our savings accounts, in our retirement accounts, and so on. Um, in fact, here they did a poll of over a thousand U.S. adults, age 23 and older, um, that had at least you know 10,000 in, in invested in savings. That alone tells you it's a, it's a pretty small number. Now, my generation, Gen X, we we face the biggest squeeze. 73% of us, and uh, they're uh, quantifying this ages 39 to 54. I'm I'm about in the middle there personally, but. Uh, about 73% of us report that we've got to catch up. And we started early. We started saving early. The biggest problem that we've had as uh, Gen Xers is inadequate income. Right? We've seen wage stagnation over the, the past decade or so, maybe longer. Um, boomers as well have cited inadequate wages as the biggest reason that they're having difficulty saving enough. And then the millennials, uh, the focus is on these three groups, are are they're they're blaming high housing costs, right? Rents are going up. Great time to be a landlord. And and of course, the student debt, the trillion and a half debt uh, in, in student loan debt that we, we know is uh, burdening the company or the country at the moment. Um, and it's interesting because about a third of all of these guys said that, you know, they might save more if they had a better understanding of the advantages of the very savings vehicles. And if they knew what their company offered, you know, you got to do your homework. You got to know what's out there. You got to you know, you got to dig in and, and, and understand. And, you know, that's what we talk about on this show is another option that takes you away from this conventional wisdom of put your money into a 401k, put your money into an IRA and save your way to retirement. Because clearly that's not working. And we talk about getting educated with real estate investing, you know, buying rental property, rental houses. And multifamily, be it small, be it be it large, 600 unit apartments. You know, we we operate across the whole whole spectrum. But again, a lot of folks are simply saying we don't we don't understand these plans, and we don't we don't even know what our, our employers offer exactly, which is, um, you know, which is crazy. And then it goes on and it says that you know almost 60% of the respondents thought that a million dollars would be enough for a comfortable retirement. And again, here I would say do do a little more research. That might have been adequate two decades ago. Cost of living keeps going up. Healthcare, healthcare is huge. Uh, that that continues to explode. If you've got kids and you're planning on sending them to college, well, yeah, that's gone through the roof. Um, ideally, you don't send them to college and then burden them uh, with uh, with student loan debt. But all of all of our expenses are going up. A million dollars nowadays is not it's not going to do it for you. All right, you need to focus on uh, digging in and, and finding a, a better way. Uh, to accrue that wealth. Hey, if you've got questions today, you can email me at askandy at l-u-i-n-c.com. Again, that's askandy at luin uh, This is a live show. Give me a call here in the studio. The number is 877-711-5211. Again, that's 877-711-5211. Uh, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will continue here in just a moment. I want to wrap up this article. And there's a an, uh, kind of a tandem article that goes along with this that's uh, pretty interesting as well. It says, Americans are prepared to say goodbye to retirement. That sounds pretty alarming to me. Uh, I want to say hello to retirement, and I hope you do too, and we'll talk about that when we continue.
3: to master apartment investing on the Multifamily Masters Tour with Dell Walmsley and Lifestyles Unlimited in Dallas, Friday and Saturday, October 25th and 26th. Ride along with the country's top team of apartment investing professionals as you tour four apartment communities with the owners and operators alongside their mentors and educators. For more information, visit MultifamilyMasterstour.com. Experience award-winning multifamily strategies in action. Get the insider secrets to triple-digit returns. Learn the six ways you can make multifamily millions, too. Open Q&A format with Dell's top team including operations consultants, mentors, and award-winning members. Get your seat on the bus at multifamilymasterstour.com. Due to the nature of the event, seating is very limited. Ride with us for the day and learn how to close the gap on your retirement with multifamily properties, what a profitable property being run as a business looks like in person and on paper, how Lifestyles Unlimited members win local, state, and national awards year after year, which path is right for you, lead, passive, or independent owner, how to upgrade your profits by upgrading your apartment, and what you want, open Q&A all day long. The only bus ticket worth millions. Get yours at multifamilymasterstour.com. you should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com. Call
0: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. Talk 137, the right choice.
2: You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb and today we're working on your financial freedom and we're asking the question, are you ready for retirement? And I don't mean just mentally I'm ready to stop working and go go enjoy my golden years no matter what your age is. And I'll tell you personally, I'm I'm in my mid-40s. I, I don't want to wait till my quote unquote golden years. I don't want to wait till I'm 65. And we're gonna talk about an article here in a second. Americans, it seems, are prepared to say goodbye to retirement. Um, And we were just looking at an article that, you know, we're in an optimistic bunch here in in the United States. And a lot of us are very much behind in our retirement saving. But we feel like we're going to be able to catch up. And it doesn't matter if you're talking to millennials, Gen X, which is my generation, baby boomers, we all think we're going to get there just fine. Uh, We're very optimistic. But um, I think we see in the news over and over again, there's um, there's some risk with uh, having those blinders on and just simply hoping, I guess, for for the best. And, and this article it wraps uh, with uh, a comment by Keith Dennerstein. And again, this is uh, the, the the basis for this article is taken from a a survey done by TD Ameritrade of over a thousand. Uh, uh, interviewees and and just keep in mind TD Ameritrade. It's a financial services company. It's a broker, right? They offer an electronic trading platform for you, so you can go on and trade stocks. So clearly, they they want to encourage you to get a little more involved. Is is is, is uh, the, the the what's it, <laughs> the motivator there, I suppose. But this fella, he says, you know, there are various ways to boost your account balances, but but it, but it comes down to having a plan. And here's what gets me. He says that plan can go beyond age 65. Retiring is not this cliff-edge moment that it might be built up to be. Look, he's telling you to retire later. And that takes me to the next article. And this was in, in, in Fox Business News. Uh, Courtney Moore's author. This was a little bit earlier, uh, September 18th of this year, 2019. And Americans are prepared to say goodbye to retirement, says a financial survey. Uh, now this one was published by Northwestern Mutual, and again they're you know they're in the financial services industry as well, um, but um, <clears throat> you know they they surveyed a number of folks, and uh, it it turns out 46 percent of Americans they expect to work beyond the traditional retirement age of 65. Now they interviewed just baby boomer excuse me baby boomers and and Gen X. Uh, so we're not talking to millennials here in this particular survey, but uh, it seems that the outlook is 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 the same for both of those two larger categories. Um, and roughly one out of five respondents, it says, um, expect to work past the age of 74. Even so, about half expect to go past 65, and and, and about 20% of us past 74. I don't know if I'll live that long. I certainly don't want to try to work that long, and I don't want to plan on it. Now, it's interesting, though, because the article does uh, present a a dichotomy here. Now, of those that said they expect to work past 65, 53% will do so by choice. That means the other 47% will do so out of necessity. And I, I want to look at both of those uh, both of those subsets there, both of those groups. So those that expect to work past sixty-five by choice, they've, they've got three top reasons why they're thinking that way. Now, fifty-eight percent said they believe that they're gonna they're gonna like their career, they're gonna want to keep working because they like what they do. That's great, I you know that's fine. I hope you're prepared to retire though. So if if you're doing it by choice, I'm gonna assume that means you have the funds, but but confirm that, make sure you've got what you need should. Things go south. Should that company decide to go in a different direction, if, if you're working for it, you know, if you're an employee, um, be, be prepared. Now, 46% think that they'll want additional disposable income. So I question whether they actually even belong in this group. If you need or want additional disposable income and you don't have it, well, you're kind of working by necessity then, aren't you? Where can you go to get that additional disposable income? Well, everything we talk about on the show is putting together a portfolio of, of passive cash-flowing rental property. I would tell you that's a great way to go. Then you don't have to work if that's what you need is that additional disposable income. And finally, 39% believe that you know, they're going to want to work because it's a social outlet for them. right? They don't want to be bored. They want to stay active. So I want to wrap these three points together. There was a case study a couple of weeks ago that I went to here in the Dallas offices where I'm based, and uh, you know at the lifestyles case study, as is once a month, and there there are typically two presenters that talk about their experience with single family rentals, and then one presenter that talks about multifamily. And the fellow that got up there to talk about single family turns out he's also invested in multifamily. This guy's got a great portfolio. He's built up a number of duplexes and single family houses out east of Dallas. And he's also involved in something like 10 or 12 multifamily deals as a passive investor. This guy is set. He doesn't need to work. He lives outside of town, and he continues to make his 70-mile drive into town because he loves what he does. So he's in that first category. He loves what he does. He loves the work. And he also said, I, I recall as he was talking, that he enjoys the environment at Lifestyles Unlimited. And, and I hear that from the membership base all the time. It, it, it becomes a social network. So this third bullet point, if you think you need to keep working to stay active and prevent boredom, check out real estate investing. I think you'll find you'll make a lot of very, very close friends. Um, the Lifestyles network really becomes a very close family. We, we dine with uh, a, a number of investors on a regular basis. They know my son, we're very, very close. Um, and I enjoy going to the case studies, to the single family and the multi-family road trips. You see the, the, the same folks, right? These are like-minded people we're all doing. You know, we all come from different walks of life, but we have the single touch point. And um, it's just a, it's a great network. So if, if that's what you think is you don't wanna be bored, I'd I'd tell you, come check out Lifestyles Unlimited. Come out to one of the free workshops, in fact, uh, and see if that might be something that keeps you active, keeps you alive, keeps you you busy, if that's what you need. And and let me tell you, we've got a few of those workshops coming up here. Um, Actually, this coming week, we've got three on October 1st in Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, all in the evening. (coughs) And then one in, in the woodlands in Houston uh, excuse me the one in san antonio on saturday the 5th uh during the day if 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 you can't if you can't make that evening session now what about those guys that uh well have to work out of necessity past 65 and and even some past 74 you know simply put 78% just don't think they're going to have enough money saved to retire comfortably 56% don't trust the social security system they don't think the funds that they've paid into social security over the years over the decades are going to take care of their needs and and I'll tell you I'm on that boat too I think they're right now if we get to the end of the road we hit retirement and we are still receiving social security payouts great you know that's that's like appreciation in our rental business that's the icing on the cake but I am not going to plan on it I am not going to bank on it and I don't think you should either and clearly a good a good number of folks out there are of a like mind, and finally, 49% think that the rising cost of healthcare we talked about that a moment ago um, is a cause for concern for you know when it comes to retirement. And again, they're they're right on. That was part of the conversation my father-in-law and I had uh, just la- last week was healthcare cost. It's a huge concern on his mind. It's a huge concern on my mind, and on the minds of a lot of people. So you want to put some passive income into place to help you absorb that, to, to help you get that plan that's going to work for you. Now, we're going to be back here in just a second, and I want to shift gears and, and get into annuities because, again, that was a topic for my father-in-law and myself. And, and if you do want to learn more about Lifestyles Unlimited and the the free workshop that I just mentioned, you can give us a call at 866 866- nine four five six five six five that's eight six six nine four five six five six five to register or go go to lifestylesunlimited.com and you can register there as well for the free workshop those are going on in texas and around the nation so go check it out we'll be right back
4: you wondering who the free workshop is for? We've been amazingly successful with people who are pressed for time. Doctors, lawyers, small business owners, and corporate professionals who are grinding their lives away for earned income and don't realize that they can start creating passive income today within the confines of their schedules and commitment. Do you want to get started now? Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
3: Learn to master apartment investing on the Multifamily Masters Tour with Dell Walmsley and Lifestyles Unlimited in Dallas, Friday and Saturday, October 25th and 26th. Ride along with the country's top team of apartment investing professionals as you tour four apartment communities with the owners and operators alongside their mentors and educators. For more information, visit MultifamilyMasterstour.com. Experience award-winning multifamily strategies in action. Get the insider secrets to triple-digit returns. Learn the six ways you can make multifamily millions too. Open Q&A format with Dell's top team, including operations consultants, mentors, and award-winning members. Get your seat on the bus at multifamilymasterstour.com. Due to the nature of the event, seating is very limited. Ride with us for the day and learn. How to close the gap on your retirement with multifamily properties. What a profitable property being run as a business looks like in person and on paper. How Lifestyles Unlimited members win local, state, and national awards year after year. Which path is right for you? Lead, passive, or independent owner. How to upgrade your profits by upgrading your apartment. And what you want. Open Q&A all day long. The only bus ticket worth millions. Get yours at multifamilymasterstour.com.
2: We are back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and today we've been working on your financial freedom by just kind of starting to think about do we have enough, you know, set aside for when we hit that retirement age, whether that's your government allowed or mandated 65, 66, or maybe like me, you want to do it a little bit earlier. You don't want to wait until uh, your bones are a little bit creaky and you've got this toddler running around and he's hard to manage and trying to keep up. You're just, you know, maybe beat down after too many years of work. You want to get a head start. And, and I, think that's a, I think that's a great idea. Now, there's a study out there, unfortunately, by Northwestern Mutual that uh, finds a lot of folks are going the other direction in their, in their, in their minds. Again, the, the title of that article is Americans are prepared to say goodbye to retirement. Now, Interestingly, I guess the good news is that it's it's not necessarily always for the reasons we might think. Now, 46% of Americans do expect or maybe plan—I'm not sure—to to work past the the traditional retirement age of about 65. Right? It's it's kind of creeping up on us. It's a little bit higher for me. Um, so, 46% are planning to to you know work past that age. Unfortunately, another 20% are thinking about working past 74, and that, that's a hard one for me to digest. But the good news is, you know, about half of those that do plan to work longer are planning to do so by choice, right? Uh, maybe uh, maybe for social reasons, they enjoy the, the community at their, you know, whatever they're doing, whether it's self-employed or working at an employer. Um, some just like what they do, and I and I understand that. I love real estate. I really enjoy this field. So, you know, if, if you get that same passion in whatever you're doing, I fully... Uh, I fully understand. And then some think they'll just need more disposable or want more disposable income. I I question whether that's in the by choice uh, category. Now, there's another 47% that think they're going to have to work um, out of necessity, either because they won't have enough money saved to retire comfortably. We want you to retire with dignity. We want you to be comfortable. We want you to have a great life. Right. That's lifestyle is unlimited. It's not about the money. It's it's, a, it's it's all about the lifestyle for that very reason. Now, another 56 percent don't trust Social Security, or rightly so. And another 49 percent are are concerned about health care costs and they're they're skyrocketing, skyrocketing, just like a lot of other things. Tuition in this country, for example. Now, the 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 lack of savings and financial preparedness, according to Northwest Mutual, is, you know, it's the leading cause. Right. About a third of Americans age 18 and above. And this is interesting and are within three paychecks of needing to either borrow money or skip paying one or more bills. Now, I don't know what that means exactly. Three paychecks. Are you paid weekly, biweekly, monthly? That that timeline could vary uh, considerably. But but I get the point. It means we don't have enough uh, in our savings account. We don't have enough in our retirement account. Uh, in fact, more than a fifth of Americans. um have less than five thousand saved, and fifteen percent of that group don't have anything at all. So I'm, I know I'm beating a dead horse here. We we don't have enough money. We're not prepared. Um, it, it's very it's very disconcerting, you know. Um, and again, here we're we're just looking at baby boomers who are very close to retirement or maybe entering it already. Ten thousand baby boomers per you know every day hit that 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 retirement milestone. Like my father in law is is about to do. Um, and Gen X, that's my generation. We've got a little bit more of a timeline ahead of us, but even so, 21% of us have less than five thousand dollars saved for retirement. That's not going to do anything for you. All right. So what you need to do is is put a plan together. Right. Start thinking. How am I going to How am I going to reverse this situation? How am I going to change this situation? Um, maybe I start thinking about annuities. Right. I'm going to transition to some of the items that the the Clark Howard team published recently. And again, I love Clark. I've, I've listened to his show uh, over the years quite quite often and, and read a few of his books. If you're not familiar with him, Clark Howard is a, a consumer advocate. Um, he's been doing it for for decades, and he's got a lot of uh, great tips and tricks for, you know, things like finding great airfare. He, he, he started in the, in the travel industry, you know, or things like handling identity theft and and credit card breaches. We've had to deal with that on our side personally, you know, and so on. So a lot of good tips, but a couple of the recent articles I read, you know, they, they did give me pause. Um, now the first one that we're going to look at, uh, I'll tell you, we do seem to be on the same page. So let's, let's talk about those annuities. And again, this came up earlier in the week when my father-in-law passed through town, he's preparing for that retirement. (laughs) <laughs> and he's got some options out there from former employers, and he needs to make some decisions. And uh, one of the things that we looked at is, is an annuity that is offered through uh, one of the former companies. But, you know, Clark Howard, he he is uh, definitely not a fan of annuities. And like I told you, when I hear that term or that word, I, I get a little bit um, my eyebrows definitely go up. I get a little bit suspicious about the pitch that's about to come, but uh, there's a lot of commissions that go into people's pockets with, with annuities. But, you know, Clark says that it's a four-letter word in his vocabulary. It's, it's that, you know, it, it's that bad. Um, but we, we, you know, this go, the article goes through four different types of annuities. And what, what is an annuity, right, in general? You know, if, if you're not sure what that is, you're basically paying out a lump sum of money at the start of a period of time, and in exchange you're going to get a payout, over some fixed period of time, or maybe throughout the end of your term, the end of your life, I should say. Um, so it, it, it's a form of investment, and it, it it comes down to really it's an insurance product, okay, and and that's really one of the the downsides to an annuity is it is an insurance product and it comes with a ton of fees, right? There there are insurance charges, sometimes called mortality and expense fees, right? <laughs> Sounds scary. That can be two percent, right? Um, fees for any of the underlying investments because an annuity essentially in in a lot of cases is uh, an insurance product that's wrapped around mutual funds. They're just buying mutual funds which again is going out to the stock market. Um, Same thing you're doing with your 401ks and your IRAs, right? They're buying mutual funds and and waiting for those things to hopefully grow, right? It's again speculation to a degree there. there are sundry riders that go along with the policies and, and various options and this is the worst part. Um, there are surrender charges. So if you plop down 100K for this annuity, and if it's a variable annuity, they're going to start, they don't start immediately, they're going to start after a period of years, maybe 15 years, for example. Well, in that time while you're waiting for this thing to mature and start paying out, what if you need the cash? You can get it out, but there are penalties. Just like if you re- pull down your 401K ahead of your retirement age, there's a government mandated 10% penalty that you're going to pay. So. I don't like the sound of that. That, that. that sounds a little bit too much like those IRAs and those 401Ks. Um, so looking at, at variable, so there are variable annuities, there are index annuities, there are fixed annuities, there are longevity annuities, um, and something called immediate annuities, which of, of the four I think is probably the one I would be most interested in. Um, in fact, I have a certain form of, of immediate annuities I'll tell you about here in just a moment. Um, but, but the reason with the variable annuities that they're such a bad sell is they're very, very high commission to the insurance salesman or the, the, the financial planner that sell any of these things. And again, they, they don't start for, for some period of, of, of time, 15 years, for example. Um, if you want there to be a survivor benefit to, to any of these, you're going to have to take a reduced cash flow so if you put your, your, you know, Clark uses an example here of $100,000. If you put your $100,000 into the pot and you're expecting to get 525 per month after that 15-year period, you're going to have to pay, that's going to decline. If you want that to go to your wife or your 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 husband, your spouse, whoever, <coughs> you're going to have to take a reduced benefit. And that's exactly what we were looking at uh, with my father-in-law. Does it make sense? You know, what are the various uh, various options. Um, index annuities, same thing. Clark says, hey, stay away, especially if you're, you know, over 65 because the, the, the contracts that go with, with these things, they're very, very convoluted. And especially with these indexed annuities, the idea behind an index annuity is if the stock market, stock market goes up, you win. If it goes down, there's a floor. Um, but again, they're worded so complexly. Uh, the insurance company, they, they can change how much the policies earn every year. So it sounds like you're getting a great deal up front, but then they, you know, it's kind of a bait and switch thing, and they change the payout later. So if you think you're going to look at one of these, I, I tell you don't do it, but read the, the fine print. Read it very, very closely. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck, you know. And, and as far as the benefit of getting a rise in the stock market without any of the risk, here, here's what happens. They choose how much uh, of a gain they, they index to. They cap the amount that you can get. And then when there's any kind of a dividend payout for any of those mutual funds or stocks, you don't get the benefit. You don't get any credit for those dividends. So in, in real estate, we make money five ways. With stocks, you may be too, appreciation and dividend payout, and you're losing one of those out the gate. It's very unfortunate. So, hey, if you've got any questions on this topic or, or any others, you can email me anytime at askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Again, that's AskAndy at L-U-I-N-C We've got one segment coming up. Uh, this is a live show. Uh, I've saved some time for you. If you want to give me a call, the number here in the studio is 877-711-5211. Again, that's 877-711-5211. And when the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues, I want to look at an article that Clark and team put out talking about buying what we do, fixer uppers. Clark's not real excited about Are you tired of sitting
0: in rush hour traffic? Are you worn out from your extremely long work commute and thinking, I need a new career or a better way of making more money? You don't need a new job. You need a passive income stream. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we have been teaching people real estate investing for the past 29 years. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you the five ways to make money with real estate investing. One way is equity capture. Equity capture is when you buy an asset for less than what it's worth. If you buy a house for $50,000 in a neighborhood that's in the $90,000 range, you put $20,000 into improvements, then you've just captured $20,000 in equity, and that amount goes directly towards your net worth. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you about equity capture and the other ways real estate makes you money. Visit us at lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com today. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com to learn the map to financial freedom in less than five years. Our free workshop calendar is available at LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. Learn to master apartment investing on the Multifamily Masters Tour
3: with Dell Walmsley and Lifestyles Unlimited in Dallas, Friday and Saturday, October 25th and 26th. Ride along with the country's top team of apartment investing professionals as you tour four apartment communities with the owners and operators alongside their mentors and educators. For more information, visit MultifamilyMasterstour.com. Experience award-winning multifamily strategies in action. Get the insider secrets to triple-digit returns. Learn the six ways you can make multifamily millions too. Open Q&A format with Dell's top team, including operations consultants, mentors. Tours and award-winning members. Get your seat on the bus at multifamilymasterstour.com. Due to the nature of the event, seating is very limited. Ride with us for the day and learn how to close the gap on your retirement with multifamily properties, what a profitable property being run as a business looks like in person and on paper, how Lifestyles Unlimited members win local, state, and national awards year after year, which path is right for you, lead, passive, or independent owner, how to upgrade your profits by upgrading your apartment, and what you want. Open Q&A all day long. The only bus ticket worth millions. Get yours at multifamilymasterstour.com.
0: Talk 1370.
2: We are back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and today we've been working on your financial freedom by helping you kind of give a little bit of thought. Are you in that group of of folks that needs to keep on working past 65 by choice because you want to, because you enjoy what you do, or are you in that category where where you've got to? And Also, we're talking about a conversation I had with my father-in-law, and uh, he's at that that point. He he gets to retire soon and uh, collect his Social Security benefits, and we looked at some uh, new that some of his former employers offer him. And and, and I want to wrap up the conversation on annuities and and tell you what kind of annuity I buy here in just a second. Uh, But I do have a call here from uh, Michael in uh, San Antonio. Michael, are are you on the line? Yes, sir. All right, what can I do for you, Michael?
0: Well, my question revolves around uh, you're talking about buying a fixer-upper and then obviously getting it ready, getting a renter in there. I've seen some houses where there's already a tenant in there under lease, so to me that's a no-go, and how would you handle that situation? And the second question would be on the reverse side, when you're looking at selling the property and you've got a tenant in there under lease. I mean, a potential buyer might be not necessarily an investor, but somebody looking to move into the house, and with a renter, that might be a discouragement for them to purchase because they might be still under lease for another three, four months or something along those lines. Sure. How do you handle those situations?
2: Absolutely. I want to address the second question first. I think it's a little more straightforward, and there are two ways. If you've got an investment property, you're either going to sell it to an investor or you're going to sell it to a potential owner-occupant and I'll just tell you what I see as a, as a member of lifestyles unlimited uh, we have a lot of member to member deals quite frankly where you know I'm I'm ready to move on to say to multifamily what a lot of folks do is they start with single family to build up that capital to build up that equity that net worth and then they'll divest those houses to get up into multifamily and quite often they'll just move those to other investors right maybe for a slight discount uh to make it worth you know it's a win-win for everybody so that's certainly an option uh is is market specifically to other investors um and if if you do want to go the homeowner you know the owner occupant route you'll probably collect a little bit more cash right you're going to make more money typically i think i would say because it's retail um yeah. you're going to need to need to do a couple things make sure the house looks great right your, your tenants might be beating yeah. it down a little bit so you're going to want to address that and then you just have to take your lease clause into account Um, give them, you know, typically nowadays in our leases, it's anywhere from a 45 to 60 day notice that the tenant has to give or I have to give. Um, so just give that and plan, you know, plan accordingly. And that's, it's as simple as that. Um, if you want to sell faster and that (laughs) they've got another six months, then you're, you're probably going to look at just an investor purchase in that, in that case. Now, as far as buying a house with a tenant in place, I see nothing. There's no problem with that. In fact, you know, we're about to talk a little bit about immediate annuities. That's what you're buying right there. Tenants in place. You you inherit the lease, so you're going to want to see the lease that that is in place if there is one. Sometimes there's not, yeah. um, and and you're going to be bound by that lease. But you're going to start collecting cash flow out the door now. If there are a lot of repairs that have to be done, can you do repairs while the tenant is is in place? Sure. Sure. You absolutely can. If you have to lift the foundation, you have to lift the foundation. You know, they're going to have to make accommodations. You'll you know, you'll want to work with them. But um, it's a great way to get that that immediate cash flow for sure. So I, 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 I see nothing wrong with that. Um, OK. All right. I appreciate it, Michael. Great call. Awesome. <clears throat> Thank you. All right. You have a good day. So I want to actually take that and transition to the type of annuity that I buy. And I don't buy annuities. I, I hate the things. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Clark Howard. I think it's a four-letter word. Uh, but what I do buy are, are houses, single-family houses. I've been doing it for seven years. And those are effectively immediate annuities. Now, Clark talks about immediate annuities. What is that if you're actually talking about the annuity itself? You know, it's just a basic insurance product. You put in a lump sum of, sum of money, and it, and it becomes a monthly income. Typically, you wait a period of time. It could be six months. could be 12 months, right? Doesn't sound unlike what we're doing with our houses, does it? Um, the biggest concern that people have with immediate annuities, and by the way, if you go to talk to your financial planner or, or insurance agent, broker, whatever, they're, they're probably not going to even tell you that, that this thing exists because the commissions on these are very, very low. The insurance company, simply put, does not win as well with you. Um, so you'll, you'll have to actually actively ask. But if you put a, 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 an immediate annuity into place, it's going to have a fixed term, and you die the next day, you know potentially that money is gone now you can set a specific term you know let 's say ten year payout you could do twenty it 's going to change your actual payout amount every month and that that can be <clears throat> that can be passed down to um, to your heirs but you know there with annuities there 's just a lot of stuff going on there that i don 't like, for example that um, that surrender clause that we talked about. When I put my house into into position, when I get it, fix it up. Maybe it takes a couple of months. Not unlike an immediate annuity, you gotta wait to get that cash flow going. But once I get it going, it's going. It's coming in the door every month. Every house that I put into play is this. It's effectively an annuity. If I go into passive investing in multifamily, that's an even better annuity. It's fully hands off. Got the mailbox money coming in the door quarterly instead of monthly. But um, I think of this real estate thing that we're doing as an annuity, but it's better than annuity for a couple of reasons. Like I said, there's there's no surrender penalty. If I decide I want to sell the house and there's a tenant in place, just like I, I was talking about with Michael, I can sell that thing anytime I want. Sell it to an investor, give the tenant notice, sell it on the open market retail. If I want to do a 1031 exchange on it and buy more investment property, I can do that. It's not, uh, Then there's no penalty at all when when, when it comes to taxes. Or I can do what I've been doing more recently and leverage those things and and take a really big payout. That annuity bumps along at a more or less flat rate every month, and then all of a sudden I do a cash-out refi because, number one, values are high, and number two, the interest rates are very, very low. It's a very favorable time to take cash out of your property and hang on to that asset if you so choose rather than sell. Um, Then you take a big bump. So there's no surrender penalty. And then as far as um, death benefits, Again, some annuities aren't gonna have those. That money just goes away when you pass away. Your heirs get nothing. There's some that will will give you that death benefit, but you're gonna get a reduced cash flow. With my houses, if I die, I've got a will in place. Now, it's community property stay here in Texas, so my wife is in play. If we both go, my, my my son is covered. I mean that guy is set. He's got no problems. Right? And he loses his parents, that's a problem, but He's got he's got financially he'll he'll be fine because those will pass to him. And 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 tax wise, it gets even better because when I pass those houses to him, the way the IRS views that is as though he bought that on the day of my passing, the day of his inheritance. So whatever I paid, if I paid 50K for it back in the day and it's worth 300,000 now, that gain is wiped. It's as though he bought it at 300,000 so he can turn around and sell it. There's no capital gains tax there. Right There's, There will be some nuances there, so certainly talk with a uh, qualified CPA, but um, I, view, I view houses, I view apartments as the best darn annuity that you can get into, and you'll turn those things from time to time, right? There's a little bit of legwork at that point, <coughs> but um, you're, you're, you can't do better. And the last annuity that I do want to mention, because it blows my mind, I didn't know this was out there, but uh, Clark does talk about these. It's, it's called a longevity annuity. It's it's insurance, basically, um, because you're afraid that you're going to outlive your money, but they don't start paying until you hit 85. I don't even know why you would buy this thing. You know, the life expectancy rate in the U.S., unfortunately, it's actually declining a little bit. You know, a baby born in 2017 can expect to live to 78 and a half years. Why would you buy a long, longevity annuity? Again, I would buy apartments. I would buy single family, you know, and sit on those. You're going to get your monthly payout. You're going to see some appreciation, that icing on the cake that we talk about. Your tenants are going to pay down that that, that mortgage for you. And, uh, you know, if you're buying right, you're going to capture some equity. So I want to transition to the last uh, article I found uh, with, with Clark. And bear with me just a second here. You know, the title is, is it really cheaper to buy a fixer-upper? Now, this wasn't penned by Clark himself, someone on his staff, Craig Johnson, wrote this. This was published just a couple days ago on the 20th. And, you know, it talks at length about buying a fixer-upper. Now, sometimes you're buying a fixer-upper because it's it's going to be your own residence, and you want to put in a little bit of sweat equity and and get the, you know, get the deal a little bit cheaper as a result. (coughs) Or you may be an investor like we are. And that's exactly what we buy, our fixer uppers. And and there are a couple of points in here. Um, you know, he's, he says, for example, that it's no secret that some people end up drowning in debt due to the, you know, underestimating the amount of time, money, and work that's involved in turning an old house into a beautiful home. You know, if, if that's your situation, if, if you bought a fixer upper and you're now drowning in debt because you underestimated the scope of work and, and the time involved and so on, I would, I would say... To put it gently, you, you you maybe didn't quite know what you were getting into, right? Maybe you watched a little bit of HGTV and said, I can do it. But, it, you know, there's a little bit more involved. And you, you, the thing you want to do before you jump into that fixer-upper is, is get an education. Understand the process. Understand who you need on your team. You know, Clark goes on or his staff goes on to say that, you know, apparently 44% in this survey that they looked at finished over budget. <clears throat> And typically, when they go over budget, it's in a big way—38% over budget. And typically, it's because of some of the larger ticket items. For example, the HVAC, the air conditioning, right? Those are expensive. If you think you're keeping the HVAC and it turns out it's bunk, um, that that can cost you four, five, six, seven thousand dollars, depending on what you're doing. Um, and plumbing comes in a, a close second there. But here's the thing: at Lifestyles Unlimited, we we know about these things. We are educated. We have. We have learned, I personally went to pretty much every single family road trip I could when we were first getting started. We'd walk through these these, these houses that were in various stages of, of repair or disrepair. Maybe they hadn't even been bought yet, were on the market, and met with vendors. They would, would have various stations set up, and they would talk to us about the AC, what to look for. They would talk to us about the plumbing and what goes into just the GC, the general contractor work to get the thing fixed up. Because I'll tell you what, when I go into these houses, I'm not doing the work; I'm sending it to these guys. And you know, Clark says the only people that can make this work are those that do the work themselves. And and you know what, we don't want you doing the work yourselves. You you have better things to do, and that's finding that next deal, finding that next house, getting into that next apartment deal. So you're going to hire out. Uh, you're going to hire out this work. Um, Excuse me, Mr. Producer, did you say 30? Okay. All right. Well, we're, we're running a little light on time here, so I do want to go ahead and wrap this in, and tell you, you know, if you want to get that education that helps you get into a fixer-upper and be successful with it, come check out Lifestyles Unlimited. You know you can create a more effective roadmap. Check us out at lifestylesunlimited.com or give us a call at 866-945-6565 to register for our free workshop. You can find us on the air every day and uh, check us out on on our podcast at lifestylesunlimited.com. Just click on the radio tab. This is Andy Webb and I thank you for listening and I look forward to talking with you again soon on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And remember, it's not the money. It's all about the lifestyle that we're building. Thanks you have a good listening day. listening
1: to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, investing, or tax advice. Results may vary. Always consult a professional before making any financial decisions. If you'd like to find
0: out more about the mentoring available at Lifestyles Unlimited, please visit them online at lifestylesunlimited.com.